0: You are approaching the financial red zone and retirement. Everyone needs a game plan. A perfect place to start, Coach Pete DeRuta. For more information on retirement planning, go to PeteOnDemand.com. This is a wonderful resource as you prepare for your golden years. Your retirement. Log on to PeteOnDemand.com. You will find a treasure trove of helpful information when it comes to planning for your retirement. PeteOnDemand.com. Any questions? Pete ondemand.com
1: This week's episode of The Financial Safari is brought to you by Capital Financial Advisory Group LLC for all your retirement needs.
2: Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruda or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Well, hello everyone. It's Coach
3: Pete. This week on the Financial Safari, we're going to talk about financial fundamentals. Learn the right way to do things in the financial world and get the results that you expect. That much more this week on the Financial Safari. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to
2: the Financial Safari, broadcasting from coast to coast. It's the Financial Safari with your host, Coach Pete Deruta. Coach Pete and his guests are some of the nation's top financial professionals. They make it their mission to guide investors through the treacherous jungle of the financial world, showing them how to grow, keep, and leave their money for their loved ones. Coach Pete is a frequent contributor to Fox Business Network, CNBC, The Wall Street Journal, and many other news outlets. They come to Coach Pete for their answers, and now so can you. So stick around and find out how to make it through the jungle of the financial world on The Financial Safari. Hey,
4: welcome into Financial Safari. Get ready for a great conversation, as always. Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins here, along with Consumer Advocate Morgan Patrick. And we welcome Consumer Advocate Chrissy Paradis here. And, of course... America's wealth coach, best selling author, coach Pete Deruda. <laughs> Full studio today. Absolutely. Full house. Chrissy's first show with us.
0: I know.
1: I'm so excited. Yeah. Thanks for having me on the safari.
3: You're welcome. Morgan, not your first show with us. <laughs> no, not my first rodeo either. Not yes. your first rodeo. So, Dave, not your first rodeo None, either. Three years now. Yeah, wow. Going it's, strong. Time is my fast now. In the time you've been with us, both of you guys, you've recognized that I really concentrate on the fundamentals of financial planning. That's right. And, That's right. Morgan, it's just like uh, like when you're watching a sporting event. You can tell the teams that have been drilled into fundamentals by their coaching staff and others who basically the coaching staff assumed right. that they already knew them. And many times they lose.
0: Right, it, com- it comes down to a game plan. And if you don't have the right game plan, I mean, you're going to fail. I mean, I, I walk into a game, I want to know exactly what's going to happen <laughs> and how we're going to play.
3: Yeah, well, it makes a lot of sense. And if it doesn't work out, like if the game starts and it's not going like it should, making adjustments, yeah. those in-game adjustments, very, very important. Chrissy, you follow sports?
1: Oh, absolutely. Huge in-game sports. adjustments,
3: right? Very important. Whew.
1: Yes, I, can- I mean, it's, it's what saves a lot of teams. Yep. That, I mean, like, I'm just going to, I have to do it to you, coach. I'm sorry. Like the Duke, like the Duke basketball (laughs) programs under coach K for the, you know, 13 years that he's made it to the final four.
3: Well, I'm going to throw it back at you. I remember when I was at college with, with Morgan, we had Dean Smith coaching away.
0: Oh, he was pretty (laughs) good. Yeah.
3: (laughs) And he was great with the fundamentals. I mean, Marty Hensley in our, in our network, Marty Hensley, a financial planner with, with Parker Holland and Greg uh, Berrien and the others on staff, but Marty played with Dean and Morgan, you've heard him tell stories about all the laps they used to run. When someone messed up uh, fundamentally, the whole team ran.
0: Wow, free throws. Wow. (laughs) Free throws, yeah. Baseline out of bounds. (laughs) I mean, back in the day, Dean ran four corners. I mean, you know, think about the people that he had playing for him. You got to have the right pieces to make it work. Didn't need a commercial break back then. Just when, when Carolina put, when Dean put the four up, you knew you had
3: time
4: to go to the refrigerator
3: <laughs> <laughs> right? And maybe go change the oil with the car. <laughs> Woody
4: Durham told me a very funny joke about Dean Smith. One time What's when that? I interviewed him that uh, the reason he's a big, a uh, great lover is because he can make five minutes last forever. Who, Dean Smith? <laughs>
1: that is phenomenal. <laughs> there we go.
4: Wow. Woody Durham said that, I huh? interviewed Woody Durham, and he told that joke on the air. Wow. Good old Woody. <laughs> yeah. I used to love Woody. Oh,
3: yeah, a legend like himself. Plastic. Yes, he was. Now, let's talk about fundamentals, though, in the financial world. I mean, the sports world and the financial world have a lot of parallels. And... It's more fun to watch your team win than lose. It's more fun to watch your investments win than lose, too, isn't it, Morgan?
0: Very, very true. I mean, (laughs) go with
3: the winner. So, number one, financial fundamental. We have 10 of them. We're going to cover them here, and we'll go into detail on some, and some others we'll, we'll go through pretty fast. But career choices, not just colleges, but what you do after college, very, very important in your financial fundamental future.
0: I mean, how much money you're going to make and take a look at, you know, the path that you're going to have. And that starts with a plan.
3: Right. And the path does not have to start going through college. I have a a really, really good friend who uh, I met him when he was just starting in the plumbing profession. He was a high school graduate from Massachusetts. Wow. Plumbing. Plumbing. Of all places. Stinky job for him. He's always told me how, you know, you you basically have to take a shower before you get even before you go in the house. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But he, he didn't go to college. Started doing his own plumbing. Then he then he had, well, he had one truck after a while. He had no truck to start with. And then sure. he had a truck. Then he added a staff member. And then et cetera, et cetera. Now he has 40 trucks. Wow. wow. And he covers North Carolina. And he makes a whole lot of money. And he still doesn't have a college degree. So Have you,
0: have you called a plumber lately? Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, really.
3: Look at, it, look at uh, those kind important. of service jobs. Welders, plumbers, H- electricians. Back, yeah. well, I mean, when we need an electrician, it's hard to find an electrician even. Sure. So, again then compare that to the person whose parents paid for them to go to college and they received a degree. Luckily, that's nice, right? They got a degree, but the degree, the degree is in nothing really they can use now. Philosophy. Let's say, ph- or history. Well, <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> psychology, good one, I think. There's a lot of psychology. Yeah, Poetry.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. That wasn't my major.
3: <laughs> you know, I used to think of poem. A poem? 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 poem tomato, poem, tomato. Poem. Poem. <laughs> poem, poem. Poem or poem. Now, <laughs> when you start thinking about it, it, doesn't work. I used to think that was one that had rhymes in it. But a poem doesn't have to rhyme.
1: Apparently. <laughs> alleged, allegedly. <laughs> then That's you had
3: the a haku or something like that. I remember English class. We That's had to like study a study. a certain
4: rhythm to that. Right? <laughs> Five words. Yeah. And, yeah.
3: Well, bottom line is you're not going to make much money if you major in poetry. That's true. <laughs> Unless you Probably write a nice not. poetry book <laughs> right. or three or ten or twenty. More as a plumber. Yeah. So, again, it, it doesn't really matter what you do, you need to do it right and so he could have got that plumbing certification and done nothing with it too he could have said well yeah I'm a plumber if anybody needs me and then gone back home and and watched tv all day but no, he was a go getter so you have to combine motivation mm-hmm. with the proper education Morgan, agree or disagree?
0: Oh, absolutely agree. I mean, he built it from no truck to one truck to 40 trucks and a full staff.
3: Now, it didn't happen overnight because I met him in 2001, and and, uh, he told me he had 40 trucks in 2021. So, 20 years. Wow. So, two trucks a year, he added about. Not bad. Not bad Now, every truck you add comes with a set of problems. (laughs) Just talking to the other day, he was trying to hire somebody. They ended up taking a job with a different plumbing company. And this person that that he was trying to hire got in a lot of trouble. The person after work took the plumbing truck out to the bars.
1: Ooh, I see where this is going.
3: And this was bad enough. But then they wrecked it into a tree on the way home. They got hurt. Now they're suing the plumbing company that they were using the truck for. But they weren't allowed to use the truck after hours anyway. So it's one of those kind of things. So be very careful who you surround yourself with. Very, very important in the the financial world and in the world in general is be very careful about who you surround yourself Tight with circle. Yeah. You have to, and you have to really trust people before you, before you turn before you give the keys to them.
1: <laughs> uh, perfect.
3: Perfect. <laughs> parallel right there. Salaries. Number two on the list of financial fundamentals, make sure that you get a decent salary, I guess. Or there, I, again, my plumbing buddy, will you send me an example? He never had a salary. He, his salary was his work and his work paid him a salary. Basically his, his, his hard work gave him money that was over and above what a salary would have been. Now, there's a lot of people, though, who wouldn't have been in a position. He wasn't a go-getter like he was and would have uh, been better with a salary because they, they aren't good on their own. So you have to identify yourself, basically. Do you, do you uh, respond better to not being paid and having your back against the wall and having to fight every single day to make a living? Or is a, little, is a salary more comforting to you where you don't have to go fight every
0: day? Do, do you like going through life with a safety net underneath the guide wire? Yep. Or do you take the net away it's <laughs> all on you? Don't fall. What's the name mm-hmm.
3: of the, the high wire family? The Luendas
0: or something yeah. like that? And they, a, they perform without nets.
3: I know. And the family Scary. has shrunk over the years. <laughs> <laughs> Amazingly. Oh, somehow. <laughs> <I'm out. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> now be very careful. They get All a safety right. net. We, we've heard a salary called a safety net. Sure. Salary plus commission is the ultimate place for a lot of folks. Gives you the safety, but also the way to go out and make more money if you desire to make more money. That's it. Makes, That's it makes it. sense there. So then entrepreneurship strategies. If you're going to work on your own, make sure you know what you're doing. A lot of people think that it's a real easy job to work for yourself, but it's it's really working every single hour, every single day. If you're working for yourself, there's never a day off. There's Many never businesses off.
4: fail early on. Oh,
3: of course they do, because... People try to take the same approach they have with a salary, nine to five, and they apply that to the entrepreneur side, oh, where yeah. you are responsible for yourself every single minute, every single day. You never yeah. have a comeback waiter sign in your window. That's right,
4: and you have to have a, an outline, a plan for
3: it. You better, True. you really, you better yeah. have a, you better have a financial plan built in too, because you have the tax man now, over and above what you would have had if you get a salary. When you get a salary, if you look at your paycheck. There's some numbers on it that are not friendly. Those are numbers whether it's coming out of your paycheck and going somewhere else. Right. Social security, Medicare, state tax, federal tax, etc. Well, yeah. if you're working for yourself, there's no money coming out of your money to go to like a paycheck. You have to put that money aside yourself. And the social security that your company has paid half of your social security you're not. You don't have the company paying anymore. You have to pay full social security. So there's a lot of things you have to weigh before you go work on your own. And a lot of people don't think about that until the day after they tell the boss where you can go when they decide to go work <laughs> on yourself.
0: Right. They take the <laughs> leap before they look.
3: Yeah. And same thing with retirement. Retirement. We need a retirement budget put together. And retirement budget. You basically are working for yourself now in you sure retirement because yeah. you've got social security coming in hopefully and hopefully supplemental retirement plans that you've established on your own. Maybe 401k, 403b, thrift savings plan. You name it that you've put money aside, or you just simple IRAs, you put money aside over your working years. And many of you have not done that. So fundamentals, very, very important. I want to make sure that folks know out there, if you're listening, you want to make sure you have your own financial fundamentals. Everyone's different, and everyone's situation's different. And we approach every situation different. Number one, finding out what you're looking for and what you want to accomplish in your life, then telling you if it's possible, and if it is possible, giving you a game plan and a strategy to make sure that you do get to where you thought you were gonna go in the financial world, and you have that income for life. We call it the Growth Protection Income Plan, GPI. You need your money growing, but you need that money protected after it grows. What good is it to grow it if you lose it the next day? And then the most important part of any GPI plan is a lifetime income you can never, ever outlive. Folks, that is the most important part of the whole financial world, is the money you have needs to keep coming to you and your family until you and your family aren't here anymore. Husband and wife, spouses, you need to make sure that you have continuation plans in place. And if you pass away too soon, whatever you've built up needs to go on to your next of kin as well. We call this the total retirement plan. Dave, for the next twenty people who call, we're gonna do for you your very own wealth and income plan inside a total retirement plan to make sure that you understand the financial world. But more importantly, you turn the tables so the financial
4: plan you turn the tables so the financial world is working for you not against you. And it is a great opportunity for you. And a comprehensive review, Coach, is talking about 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383. If you prefer to text, Coach makes it easy. Text the word PLAN, keyword PLAN, to 600 Just text keyword PLAN, which is what Coach is talking about, PLAN, to 600 And there's plenty more Financial Safari
0: coming up. Termites, not the ones that eat your house, the ones that eat away at your nest egg. Hidden fees, a fee here, a fee there, a fee everywhere. They could end up costing you thousands exterminate the termites, work with a financial professional no. who offers transparency. Call best-selling author Coach Pete DeRuta and the team at Capital Financial, 800-661-7383, or text PLAN to 600 That number again, 800-661-7383, or text PLAN to 600-700.
3: This is the time of the show where we go out across the world and find someone who is interesting to me and or that I've known in the past, and this week is no exception. This week, we're going to go to Grand Haven, Michigan. And uh, those of you who've listened to the show for a while know that I was, uh, for four years, I had two two two-year terms with the International Association of Registered Financial Consultants, the IARFC. And as I was president, one of my favorite board members was a guy named Michael Markey. And he's in, again, Grand Haven, Michigan, and he's got a very special announcement to share with us on the show, I think. But Michael, welcome in.
5: Hey, nice to see you again.
3: <laughs> now, you've always been outspoken, which I love, in the financial world. Let's talk about, uh, I want to I talk a little bit about the financial world, and then let's, uh, let's make a little announcement with you, and then weave it into a different world. So the financial world is pretty sure. confusing, isn't it?
5: Oh, sure <laughs> it is. Yeah. You, know, you spend a few minutes on the internet, and you get lost in like a typhoon yeah. of financial information.
3: One of the things I've seen in my almost 30 years in the financial arena is that there's the truth, there's lies, and then there's the middle ground. And I don't like middle ground because middle ground is where confusion happens. I mean, really, financial planning is, is almost, there is a science that can be absolute as far as when we're trying to plan income for folks or make sure they get the right life insurance and make sure they have the right retirement plan. I mean, in your, in your career in the financial world, what have you seen as misconception-wise and what do you think has been your best achievement ever as far as t- talking somebody away from the confusion and getting them into the right plan?
5: I think the biggest misconception is when somebody unilaterally says an entire product class is bad. Yeah, yeah. And so you can see like a Ken Fisher says this, Dave Ramsey's done it. And when you say that, you're saying, you know, for the last, if that product's been around for a hundred years, for the last hundred years, every depart, commissioner in every department of insurance in every state, they've either been too stupid to see what you see or they're all too corrupt. Yeah. You could even make the argument most, but all in every you know, state and for every year, it's it's irrational. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I I wrote a column for quite a while for advisors about Dave Ramsey. I I wish I would have maybe tried to. Um, it probably wouldn't have gone anywhere if I tried to make it nicer. But I I do feel bad of going maybe as harsh as I was. But yeah.
3: Well, it's but again, it's it's important that people get the truth, and the truth is what really makes that uh, forms happiness in people's minds when when you know and this happens you know, if you ever bought a car before. <laughs> if you do some research ahead of time yeah. and you really know what you're looking for, then after you buy the car, if friends of yours who know the car world say, hey, you got a good deal or that's a great car, whereas on yeah. the other side, they'll say, gosh, you paid what for that? <laughs> so, same thing in the right. financial world, there's good, bad, and ugly.
5: The, yeah, really is. You, you buy a car, it's, it's never a good sign when your <laughs> family goes, why? <laughs> you, you, why did you buy that? <laughs> well, I liked it, I thought.
3: <laughs> then buyer's more sets in even faster when everybody doesn't right, like that. Right. All right. So you've uh, you've always been outspoken. That's what I love about you. And you've got a special announcement today.
5: Yeah. So a few weeks ago, we announced that I'm running for governor in the great state of Michigan. Yeah. So we'll be traversing the state. We've actually got a team right now canvassing in the state. One of the things you have to do is you got to get 15,000 validated signatures, which is a process in itself. So uh, as of early the week, you know, we've been, we, our teams have been out for about two weeks and we're halfway there. That's good. So I think that, that says something about, you know, the momentum and what people want to see.
3: Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, I think, uh, well, what have you seen when you've been out there talking to folks uh, in Michigan? What, uh, what's the overall consensus about, uh, the direction we're going?
5: Inflation. Yeah. People are just, it, it's killing them, especially retirees. Just inflation is just hitting them hard.
3: Well, you and your wife do a radio show, and we've done a show here mm-hmm. in, in North Carolina, across the nation, uh, for the most part, for about 17 years. And anytime we, in the past when we talked about inflation and even Social Security, people didn't really want to hear that conversation. Because, oh, we don't right. have infl- inflations here, but we don't, really get, we don't feel it. People are feeling it
5: now, aren't they? I've been warning people about inflation for over a decade, yep. almost laughed out of the room for a while. But it, it's <laughs> simple because it's a math term. It's called reversion to the mean. And it's like the moment you say math, everyone goes, oh, it's high school again. They just shut down. (laughs) But reversion to the mean basically means that if if your average is right here in the middle, if you have a period of time where it's way below the average, you're going to have a period of time where it's way above the average. That's how you get an average. (laughs) And so we had almost no inflation for a decade, which meant at some point we're going to get hammered. And that's where we're at right now.
3: It's a swing into the pendulum, but it's really swung fast and hard the other way, hasn't it? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and folks, we're talking to Michael Markey. He's uh, visiting uh, with us from Grand Haven, Michigan, and he's just announced to us. Uh, he's, the, the announcement's been out a couple of weeks, but he's running for governor in Michigan. What inspired you to want to run for office? Because, I mean, I've known you. You've been a pretty comfortable guy uh, in the financial world. Uh, you know, b- being a politician, put a pretty big target on your back.
5: Yeah, you know, I've <laughs> had that target on my back for a while. Um, <laughs> it actually happened two years ago, oddly enough. I was getting a coffee just like you probably have sitting at the Starbucks, and, and I'm waiting in this long line and it was right during president trump's last year when we were pushing through supreme court justice and republicans were you know shocked that democrats were mad we were doing it yet 4 years earlier we were telling them no way are you going to do this and i just sat there and i thought what if i in my marriage i did the same thing like what if i did whatever i wanted to do just anytime i had the power meaning i had the checkbook and we my wife and i had some of this friction because there's been times where i wanted to buy something for the business where Let's be honest, there was a little bit of personal use that could, you know, in, in a legal way. But, you know, I just wanted it. Yeah. And you'd be like, no. And I'm like, who are you and say No, this is a business expenditure. <laughs> but, you know, I realized that in a marriage that I had to work together and I had to admit fault sometimes when I didn't think I was wrong. <laughs> but you had to care about the other person's feelings in order to accomplish more. And I mean, we've been so lucky and blessed. We've done far more than we ever thought we'd do because it, we've done it together. And I thought, wait a minute, look at politics. Oh, yeah. When was the, especially here in Michigan, we don't work together at all. I kind of joke like right now you've got partisan voting and it's like the moment one party has the power, why don't we just send the other party home? It's about what it's come to. We don't need, you You know, (laughs) we can save some money. You can mow the yard and we'll go ahead and vote.
3: Well, every now and then they find out some legislatures have gone home and still get paid, too. We've heard about that every now and then. That's a different right. story. <laughs> so being a governor is basically being the president of a state. And, uh, mm-hmm. But the big difference to me is the governors cannot uh, overextend their budget. Sort of like if, if the U- U.S. Uh, government overspends, they just print more money. You don't have a yeah. printing press in Michigan. So what's your plan for keeping the budget balanced and making everybody happy?
5: Well, you know, the first thing that I want to do is I think that we need to – and I made this mistake myself, too. I said, let's improve our education. And then I kind of – I got mad at myself because I I sat there and I go – you know, as an – I used to play college baseball. I go, we never said, let's improve our record. Let's improve our hitting. No, it was we're going to be number one in the league in X, Y, or Z. So I think Michigan needs to focus on being number one in education. We've got a lot of race tensions here, which I think are also class tensions. But if we – If we give everyone not just access, but to to educational uh, opportunities, but we create world class, lead the nation, we're going to minimize and blast through a lot of these class tensions. We're going to lift that up. We're going to create revenue from that. But that's also going to create jobs. So it all comes down to it's this multiplication. Um, So, yeah, I I agree. We can't just print money. Um, But quite frankly, who better than an advisor? to understand that
3: yeah yeah. you know
5: i had somebody say i wouldn't have thought it this way but you know as a as an advisor helping retirees what do we do you've done it for years we help people dream first of all you've met somebody at some point goes hey coach i don't think i can retire right oh yeah all the time and so what do we do we're like well no let's let's define what retirement is right let's make a plan to get there and then we help them accomplish that dream so you know that's what we need to do in michigan we need to dream like, people come in with a plan, they go, we're going to make education better. No, we need to dream. A dream is, let's make it number one, yep. and then we put a plan together to do it.
3: Well, Tom Brady's famous for saying, let's go, before he runs out on the field or during the game. Yeah. Let's go. Well, why uh, a good slogan be, let's win. Because that's yeah. uh, what you're aiming for, let's win. I mean, winning all the time, yeah. that's, that's the best strategy ever. I know Donald Trump had a book that had the title. I think winning is in the title of that book, too, because, like I okay. said, if you're not winning, you're losing, right? So, I mean, winning right. is better. Winning with the financial life, too, is important. Winning in the political life is important, too. One-minute wrap-up here. Uh, what, uh, if you do get into governor uh, as a governor, what, what, are, what would be the first two? I know you want to fix education or get it going good and, mm-hmm. and uh, make sure that you know we can talk that, have that wage talk or have the work talk, but what are some of the things you think you can accomplish in the first year, realistically?
5: I think... Wh- Right away, very fast, people say, how, Mike, how could you actually bring people together? I had one person challenge me. He goes, can you make your kids not fight? I go, yeah, (laughs) I just put them in different rooms. Done. (laughs) But one of the ways to do it is my dad always said, locks keep honest people honest. I do believe most people in politics that you got your outliers, but most are trying to do good. But we need some locks to keep honest people honest. And so what we need to do is when we have these negotiations, put it on TV. I hope it would be the most boring TV you'd watch because it's just a bunch of people being polite and talking, (laughs) Yep. but you want to, you know, the, the issue is we need to be accountable and transparent with that so that when people aren't working in Michigan's best interest, we can be like, Hey, you don't have to take it from me. We don't have to sling mud. You saw it. We sat here, tried to have a conversation and all we got was, you know, irrational rhetoric. So that would be right away.
3: Well, here's one final thought. I, I, I should have asked this earlier, but we, we still have a, like about 30 seconds here. Your ideas on Congress being able to insider trade like they've been doing for, for years and dealing with gone. it? Yeah, get rid of it, right? Eliminate it's it's it. not fair, man. I mean, I mean look at some it's of the people ridiculous. that have t- became multimillionaires because they have they're trading on inside information. They're sharing mm-hmm. that information with their friends. Don't think they're not sharing it with their friends and family right. too. And so you're against that too, right? It's crazy absolutely it's crazy yes okay folks Michael Markey running for governor of Michigan Michael good to see you hope, I hope we hope have you on again in the
5: future thanks coach take, take care 800-661-7383 you can also text the word plan to 600 700 this is a great opportunity to reach out get your own questions answered again that number 800-661-7383 800-661-7383 or text that keyword plan to 600 700 that's plan to 600 700 Folks,
3: we'll be right back after this.
0: Home and Apple HomePod. Are you ready for retirement? Check out FinancialSafari.com.
4: We're back with Financial Safari. A great conversation so far and plenty more to come on the show today. Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins, along with Consumer Advocates Morgan Patrick, and we do welcome Chrissy Paradis into the show, along with America's Wealth Coach Pete DeRuda. And Coach Chrissy gave me a great way to remember her last name. It's Paradise without the E. <laughs> <laughs> well, good one, Dave. Yeah, Paradise. Chrissy, you've obviously been asked before how to pronounce your last <laughs> right. name. Just
1: a couple times. And there's yeah.
3: there's no ego there at all. It's just no. Paradise. Right? I
1: mean, almost. <laughs> almost Paradise. Yeah,
3: almost Paradise. Who sang a song like that? Almost uh, paradise. Heart, heart or, or Eddie Loverboy. Money. Eddie Money. Oh. Heart. Two tickets to Two tickets to pair. Oh, okay.
4: Two tickets, yeah.
3: All right. So, financial fundamentals. We talked about how career choices, the salaries you earn, entrepreneur strategies, and credit utilization strategies all go together to get you in the right direction if used the right way and also could take you down the, the rabbit hole if not used the right way. Number five on the list is budgeting. Chrissy, how important is it to budget? Do you budget yourself?
1: I do. I do budget. Really? Because, well... Uh, I'm not sure how many people,
3: not many people I know really do a, 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 a honest budget every single month.
1: I, I, you can I, do a
3: yearly budget saying, Hey, we got this kind of money. Where are we going to spend so it?
1: So I've stuck to the same budget. Yeah. It does not allow for things like, uh, getting my hair done. The girls, the girly things, right? Get your hair did <laughs> right. Getting my nails done. <laughs> like those things are not things
4: incidentals
3: that yeah. I, yeah. that
1: I factor in because I unknown variables won't let myself do that. Yeah. Um, because I, yeah, I try to to not have anything hanging over my head if I have any yeah. cre- if I to you know some credit card bill i have to pay that that's it's important. the way i was raised and what i was taught so i i do it that way
3: well the number one enemy to people's success is credit card debt yes yeah. it really is because the interest rates on those credit cards is nothing to laugh at there's we, we've i've seen up to 30 well, percent crazy it's ridiculous. You, pre-
0: you preach it coach i mean yep. there's good debt and there's bad yeah. debt and high credit card uh-huh. credit card
3: very bad debt if you're buying some land and the, and you have purpose for the land and you, you're borrowing that and you maybe interest rate at five or six percent depending on what the land where it is, and how much, who you can find to loan you that money. If you have a use for that land in the future, maybe going to build a house, or maybe build it and have an Airbnb or whatever. As long as you have a goal to what while you're paying interest out, then maybe it makes sense. Because if, if you can end up renting that house out or selling it for a lot more than you paid, or, or the land, maybe even just selling the land down the road that you've held for ten years and now it's worth five times what you paid for it, that makes sense. But don't assume things are going to happen. In a fairy tale world, when you buy things like, "Oh yeah, I just have to hold this five years and I'll be able to triple my money," until you get there five years later and the the land's worth half because maybe they found a, you know, some nuclear waste there. So who knows what happens? But when we assume that everything's going to be positive, that's when we get in trouble. So assuming never does any good. Budgeting, as long as we have an idea, you know, the budget can be your worst enemy. If someone's making you write down every single day what you spent. It's not going to happen. It yeah. really isn't. I mean, we're humans. We want to We want to make, we have to make mistakes. We, yeah. we do. Uh, make small mistakes and learn from your mistakes if you do. But budgeting, hey, I, I advise it. it it's, it's good to do a yearly budget just to look at, hey, I got this much money coming in and here's the big things I want to do. Here's the things I have to do. And here's my taxes and all this other stuff. You need to come out with a positive amount of money in your bank account at the end of the year, not a negative that's growing constantly.
0: And it may may take some hard choices. It It does. does. Oh, it always does.
3: Yeah, unfortunately. But (laughs) there's no unlimited stream of uh, money yet. There's no money tree. Uh, As much as you might try to go out in the field and shoot uh, your little gun like Uncle Jed did, you're not going to find a stream (laughs) of oil. Matter of fact, if you do, it's not your land anyway. Most of the time you're hunting
4: on somebody else's land. <laughs> right. So what good is that going to do? And then it's a wetland. If I budget <laughs> day by day, that's why I feel like I jinx myself. Then yeah. I plan on new tires needing that or something. Yeah. Well, again, you
3: have to have an emergency account. So inside any budget, I mean, the number one rule of budgeting is to make sure you build an emergency account and the emergency account is, is going to happen when when you're not expecting. Well, if emergency emergencies come up when you're not expecting them to happen. So, you know, if you say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to have an emergency next week. I'm going to save for that. Well, it's not really an emergency if you know it's going to happen already. That's
4: right.
3: <laughs> now, April fifteenth is an emergency for most people. That's tax. That's tax time, and you look at your money, Damn, and gone. then it goes. Uncle Sam takes it. So we have to be, we have to make sure to budget <laughs> for that too. So the taxes are always going to be there. Self employed people get in more trouble with the tax man than anybody. Mm. The reason why is because when you're working for someone, they take out your taxes for you. That's why we rejoice. I hear people rejoicing at it, uh, like the next year because they're getting a refund back. That means the Uncle Sam took more money from you than they should have, and you're getting the money back without interest.
0: Yeah, took your money and <laughs> yeah. now yeah. get yeah. it
3: back. <laughs> if they decide to give it back, yeah. or they'll blame COVID. It'll take fifteen more months to get it, oh, but you're gosh. still it's still your money. So, be very careful on budgeting. Investing is number seven on the financial fundamentals. How do you invest? Where do you invest? How much should you invest? If you lose a little bit after you invest, should you be upset or put more down? I've seen people who have this investment they keep bragging about, and the investment really never comes out, and they keep needing more money to, to like, oh, it's going down, and need to put more money in, because when it goes up, I'm going to be even richer. Until it never goes up, Morton. That that happens way too many times.
0: Now you got to be, you got to have a plan. You got to be yep. ready to pivot. I mean, working with pros that do this on a daily basis. Yep. When it comes to investing, I mean, that's the path you take. If you're if you're a day trader out there, and there are a lot of you out there doing it. If you haven't, if you're just getting into it, I mean, good luck. Yeah.
3: <laughs> mm. Well, it's it's it basically takes a systematic plan, and you have to have a purpose for everything you do. And I don't really want, if, if we're talking, if you're listening now and you're 45 or older, the most important part you can be investing in is your GPI plan. You need growth protection, but you, more importantly, you need to have a lifetime income you're investing for so you know what that income's going to be. The more money you put in, the more the income's going to be. There are no games or gimmicks here. There is It's written and guaranteed showing you what your income will be based on what you put in now and based on the number of years you wait while well, it's there. So if you have a couple years you're going to, and you put money away, you're not going to have as much income that if you have 10 years to put the same money away and leave it alone. Obviously, 101. Because right. the beauty here is you're never going to have money stolen from you. It's not going your, your balance is always going to be going up or staying the same, not going down, down, down. So we have to make sure that our growth protection income plan is real. And we need to make sure that income is written and guaranteed in writing to make sure you have that lifetime income that you deserve. Hey, do we have a question from Greg Fischel? We do. From the
4: fish, here it is.
0: All right, Coach, this week's question comes from Oxford. Jay asked this question. I am self-employed with approximately $1.2 million in various IRAs, 401ks, and a couple of annuities. I also have another $250,000 in liquid savings. I will probably never fully retire, but I fear taking a major hit on my portfolio. I'm turning 68 years old, and my wife will turn 65 years old this year. What are some suggestions for allocation and diversification of my portfolio? All right. So, Oxford. What do you know about Oxford, Morgan? I know it's it's north of the triangle. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's, it's up there.
3: You know, one of the great things about going to UNC is that most of the people there were from in-state. That's but true. But different areas of the state that I had never, you know, I grew up in a very isolated community, Scotland County, Laurenburg, North Carolina. There you go. And... Most people recognize Laurenburg. If you grew up anywhere in North Carolina and went to the beach, one of the directions, well, one of the ways to go, was through Laurenburg on the way down to Myrtle Beach.
1: And Chadburn. Yeah.
3: And what? And Chadburn. Oh, Chadburn. No, oh, remember the...
1: Laurenburg and then you'd go right through Chadburn.
3: Now, Chadburn they used to build a lot of mobile homes there, and I know because my dad had a computer store in Lumberton, and we'd sell a lot of computers to some of the mobile home builders in Chadburn, of all places.
1: And they have a strawberry festival. <laughs> it's fabulous. Are
3: you from Chadburn?
1: <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I just, you're you're <laughs> awfully
3: excited <laughs> over no, there. <laughs> I haven't heard
1: anybody else take that route to Myrtle Beach besides <laughs> oh, myself so I'm yeah. very excited
3: so, so Larnberg we had Highway 74 behind my house and we had 15501 go through So to you see the big football We the, our claim to fame in Scotland County sure. one high school in the whole county we had a pretty big football stadium called Pate Stadium and a, and a lot of folks say yeah I reckon I remember Larnberg that was that town that had a big football stadium like a very small town, big football stadium, and a, and they had a flashing yellow light right around there. So you you know you go through that. We had we had no
4: stoplights on five hundred one, but a flashing yellow light. That which doubled is Christmas decorations. <laughs> <laughs> I know Oxford Coach Oxford Lounge nineteen seventy nine. I can't say any more. Well, Holiday Inn Lounge again. <laughs> I
3: tangented away from what I was talking about, but going to Carolina, I met I met somebody from Oxford. Uh-huh. And he used to tell me about a, a, a restaurant slash nightclub called The Silo there. And you, you probably remember The Silo oh, if yeah. you know anything about the, well, Oxford, Oxford. And that's about all I know about Oxford. Cool guy. And he said it was a cool place. So two cools in Oxford. No bads. Two cools. Good question from Oxford, too. All right. So. $1.2 million put aside, he's 68, his wife's 65, and they want to make sure that he's got his assets spread out all over the place, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And one thing he didn't mention is he did not mention that he had an income plan, a, G- a GPI plan, a growth protection income where he would never have to worry about outliving a certain amount of money that he put into the core, we call it, which is the income plan, which could tell him with certainty what kind of income he could get the rest of his life with some of the money. The beautiful, The beautiful thing here is, We try to take as little as possible and put it in the core, which will give you a stream of income. You never have to worry about outliving. So this all depends on you. What kind of money do you think you would like to have all the way through retirement to go along with Social Security? Keep in mind, Social Security is going to come. Hopefully, regardless of anything else, you're always going to get that Social Security check. But to have fun, Chrissy, we're going to need more money than Social Security. And that's why we help folks establish their own retirement allowance called the growth protection income plan. The more you put in, the more time you have to let it grow, the more that check's going to be every single month arriving to your mailbox. And we call it the financial fill up. And so it flies in Dave, just like being at the airport and it's there every single month for the rest of your life. Now we have to ask yourself, are you a gambler? Or do you want security? And if you'd want security, the growth protection income plan makes sense. Matter of fact, it's, it's part of the wealth and income plan we build in our total retirement plan. Dave, the next 10 people who call as we go to break. We're going to make sure they get their very own GPI plan, retirement wealth index review of where they are right now. And more importantly, what kind of income you could get if
4: you had some money in your core part that you can't lose, to give you that lifetime income. Yeah, it's a great time to act now. Next 10 at no cost, no obligation, 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383. You can call or you can text. Many people prefer to text. Just enter keyword plan to 600-700. Text 600-700 and enter keyword plan. And we have more Financial Safari. More great conversation coming up after this.
0: You want your piece of the financial pie? Tune in to Financial Pizza each and every week. Where do you go? Financialpizza.com. You will hear from Coach Pete DeRuta, as well as advisors from across the country. Great takes on the latest hot-button issues when it comes to retirement. Financialpizza.com. Every week, new, fresh, hot information on everything retirement. Financialpizza.com. So good, you want to take a bite. Financialpizza.com
4: hey we're back it's financial safari on a full studio we have here consumer advocate dave perkins along with our newest consumer advocate on staff here that is chrissy paradis and morgan patrick's in the studio and of course uh well best-selling author america's wealth coach (laughs) well
3: if you tuned in the show to get rich quick it's the wrong show for you folks i'm sorry but i mean what we want to do is build wealth slowly and make sure we don't lose it at any speed and so you can build it fast or slow, but we don't want you to ever lose it. And here's a stat I came across my desk the other day, and this is fascinating to me, and it will be to many of you as well. Chrissy, are we in a, uh, a, a, a age, I guess, or or the the decade or the, the century of? Immediate gratitude I call it gratification, immediate satisfaction, and <laughs> gratitude together. Aren't we? We want it yesterday. We don't want it tomorrow in this society these days.
1: Oh, pe- yeah. People think it's just waiting right there for them. And, <laughs> It'd be nice if
3: it was. And <laughs> they'll
1: do. I mean, and it's just gonna. It, it came for for Elon Musk, so it's coming for me.
3: Yeah, no one has a money tree. It'd be nice if we had a money tree. And a matter of fact, when, we have, when Christmas time rolls around, our, our one of our trees we have in the office has money on it. It's, it's not real money, oh, right. I, but it's money. I checked.
1: <laughs> I was just thinking, I've got a plan now. Now, some of
3: that money looks pretty real now. Yeah. Some of it doesn't. It's like Wherever you buy your phony money from, uh, make sure it's good for a Christmas tree, I guess, as decorations. <laughs> right. Nobody would ever accept that as legal tender. I'm looking out the window of the studio. We have a palm tree kind of thing. I think it's a palm tree. What, hanging from it are little little imitation vodka bottle lights. So hey, whatever whatever floats your boat. We say
4: there you go. no, fair so, imitation.
3: Here's a stat though that I or here's a, a factoid that I found that I think is fascinating. Eighty percent of millionaires did not reach millionaire status until the age of fifty or past, and just one percent became millionaire before the age of forty. Don't believe everything you see on social media.
1: Mm-hmm. That's why that's.
3: Like what does social media do? It glorifies, doesn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, do you really ever
3: sad. see someone posting they had a bad day? Unless they're one of those kind of people that always is posting they have a bad day. This is like the Charlie Brown type <laughs> right. people. But usually you see they all, all nice. the like my brother Bob with, with the I've joked about him for poor guy. I've joked about, I did take him out to dinner when I saw him a couple <laughs> months ago. I joked about him for years on the radio because he'll go to, he used to go to Vegas three or four times a year. Wow. To the point where they would fly like they, the casinos would fly him out. So nice of them. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Mr. Deruda. Once every three years he'd call me, call my brother Jeff and my parents and tell, tell us all how great he did in Vegas. But well, what about the other two? Years? Uh, once a year, he would do that. Uh. Now the other two or three times a year, we never heard from him. So you just see a picture of two on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't post much on Facebook either. So if someone's going to have a, a a bad day, you're not going to hear about it's what I'm saying. So sure. we, we all think because everyone looks rich online, we all think that everyone's a millionaire, but us. But keep in mind. That most people don't even become a millionaire to a- after the age 50 and only 1% before the age 40. So you got that friend that's acting like they're throwing money all over the place, probably took all the money out of the bank to throw it all over the place to take mm-hmm. pictures of it then put it back in the bank. Yeah, sure, it So back. the bills could get paid.
0: If you're trying uh, to keep up with the Joneses, they might not even be the yeah, Joneses. Right.
3: Right. You have to be very careful about that, too. Because the Joneses might not be as rich as you think they are. It'll be in debt, Joneses. Yeah. So the important thing is, once we get it, how do we keep it for ourselves? How do we make sure our family's going to be taken care of? And more importantly, what happens when we're not here anymore? Yeah. And so I took all those f- scenarios and I put them in a book called the Little Green Book of Life. It's a great book. It's a great mm-hmm. book. It really is. It's interactive where you f- it asks you questions and you fill it out. So why would you do that? Why, does, why would you buy a book to have to write the book yourself almost? Well, this is a book that you when you pass away, your next of kin can take this and they can find where you had your money. It's like a treasure map. I mean, if you have a bank account, like sit down and think about where your money is and what you have out there. And many of you probably can't remember where everything is right now. Well, what happens when you pass away and the person that you leave it to, you know, that's got, that takes over your estate? If you didn't even know where the stuff was, how are they going to know? And so even if everything seems fine, I always say, well, what if this happens? And so I think this book is a great what-if solution. And I want to go through a couple of things in there. There's something called purse stirpes, And this isn't in the book, but, but it, it's a way for you to, when you're doing your beneficiaries, when you're signing up for anything financially related and you're leaving, you're, you're, you're going through the scenario where the advisor or the sales guy or the financial guy, whoever's selling you the stuff or putting you in a place or the banker, they say, well, who do you want to leave this to if you're not here anymore? And you automatically say your spouse usually and children or whatever, but you forget one, one little phrase. You're supposed to say, I'd like to leave it to my wife, Kim, comma, per stirpes. Now that means along bloodlines. And it really comes in handy when we're talking about children. So our contingent beneficiary would be my daughter, Carrie, comma, per stirpes. Now that means that let's say I do that. And then I live for 30 years and Carrie's got married and I left her the money per st- without saying per stirpy. So I just say I left it to Carrie and she gets a divorce and then I die. She, matter of fact, the day that I, the day after she gets divorced, I pass away. So I don't have time to update my beneficiaries, which happens to a lot of people. They don't even That's, think about it. Mm-hmm. And so Carrie has now, I left the money to her but she's still in the divorce, like the filing for divorce happened, but it really hasn't come, like it hasn't been stamped final yet. So, guess who gets half my money? Him. Him. Ooh. Or her, these days.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh wow, yeah,
3: <laughs> Her spouse. Yeah. Her former spouse, who still is your spouse, she still, he still, he or she gets half of the money that I left to carry exclusively because I did not put that term per stirpes Along bloodlines on there. Very, Interesting. very important. That's huge. Yeah. yeah, and that's overlooked. A lot of people don't realize that, but it's a simple. It's as simple as putting, comma, per stirpes, P E R S, in the new word, S T I R P E S. Stirpes rhymes with something else. Burpees? <laughs> Burpees. A lot of people yeah. do that in a gym, right? Learn something new. Yeah. So another thing we can do is T O D, transfer on death. That happens if we are like uh, in a in a brokerage type account. We want to make sure the money when we pass away, the money doesn't have to go through probate. Probate can delay things. Usually, it costs a little more for probate too, because then you get the the government, the judges involved, and someone has to pay them. So if you can bypass them by making sure your beneficiary designations are, are correct, and it'll it'll speed some time up. Yeah, I've heard horror stories about probate. Yo, yeah, yeah, probate, not yeah, but it, again. It's not the end of the world, and you're still going to get most of the money, yet there's going to be a delay, and there could be extra expenses. I think the people that are trying to sell you wills all the time or trusts use that uh, probate as a oh. a lot worse than it really is. It is bad, uh-huh. and, and you and your next of kin loses control of the money Well, money's in probate. You could bypass that if you sign up the beneficiary designations the right way when you sign for, up for anything.
4: Celebrities are terrible at wills, yeah, aren't they? Yep. <laughs> and trusts and all that. So, yeah.
3: I think the powers of attorney are more important than ever. The, the healthcare power of attorney, so that if uh, you end up not being able to speak for yourself, that you assign someone to, to give doctors what you would want to have happen. And then the financial power of attorney, if you can't speak for yourself mm-hmm. or you can't comprehend what's going on, you assign somebody in your, in your world to make sure to make the financial decisions for you. What happens a lot of times is if you don't have that, it's usually the oldest child takes over from mom and dad, and maybe the oldest child is the worst one you'd, you'd never want to even trust with your checkbook. So you have to be very careful on that. Speaking of trusting people
4: with your checkbook, do we have a Brokers Behaving Badly? We do it that, and we'll let Steve all take it away.
6: The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers
5: <laughs> Behaving Badly.
6: This former Wells Fargo advisor was already in trouble and staring at decades in prison for stealing money from clients, sentencing for that piece set for later this year. Now that's part one. Part two involves Kenneth Sommer, a 77-year-old New Jersey eye doctor. Kenneth Welsh is accused of taking over $1.8 million. Then, on April 30th, 2019, Welsh is said to have taken $900,000 the day before he closed on a five-bedroom house in River Edge, New Jersey. The price? $900,000. The victim didn't find out about it until last August. A Superior Court judge awarded Kenneth Somer $909,000 in damages for the house. The New York Post reports that Somer sued Welsh seeking to take possession of the house with the purpose of selling it. Wells Fargo has returned money to Somer that Welsh allegedly took. But now Sommer is seeking at least $10 million through arbitration. Sommer's attorney, Jay Sabin, says if Wells Fargo had been doing its job and watching over its staff like it has a duty to do, it is extremely likely that they would have caught him before he started financially abusing Dr. Sommer. The Post reported that Welsh was arrested last October over allegations that he fleeced five clients out of more than $3 million, charged with four counts of wire fraud, one count of investment advisor fraud, and one of the other victims was Somer. Now, Welsh is facing a maximum of 20 years in prison for each of the wire fraud counts and a maximum of five years in prison for the investment advisor fraud count. Just one more reason to choose a fiduciary and be sure to vet them on broker check.
3: So many games and gimmicks out
4: there, aren't there? There really are. You've got to be
3: careful. Very important, though, that we get this little green book of life in our hands and we fill it out. So I want to, for the next, everyone who's called already today, who comes in for their 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 review session and their wealth and income plan, the total retirement plan is going to get one of these as well, as well as my book, The Seven Baby Steps. But if you call right now, we'll work together to make sure you have that no confusion type plan for retirement, how to approach retirement, how to beat retirement, how to make sure you don't fall for any dirty tricks, and how to make sure your money passes on the right way. We've seen others charge over $1,000 for plans like this. We're going to waive our planning fee for those of you with at least $200,000 dedicated to retirement. And Dave, our strategies work best for those of you with over a million dollars dedicated to retirement. But as long as you have $200,000 or more, this offers for you. You get that little green book and the total retirement plan that includes the financial fill up strategy. Dave, tell them how they can do that.
4: Oh, it's easy. 800 661 7383. Again, if you call, 800 661 7383. If you text, text plan. Enter keyword plan when you text 600 Again, text 600 keyword plan.
3: Yeah, been a very, very fast show. Been a fun show. Chrissy, thanks for your time
1: today. Thanks for having me. Morgan,
3: as always, good to see you. Absolutely. Same with you, Dave. Thank you, Coach. Good to see everybody else out there in Radioland as well. And folks, this is Coach Pete. We'll see you next week right here on The Financial Safari.
2: Coach P Radio.